0: Hey, 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 you guys. Thank y'all so much for being back on Black Canvas. We're still in season nine. And I have another amazing special guest here on the show. His name is Paul Middleton. He is a British singer who has a gift for interpreting popular songs, breathing new life into them through his balance of his beautiful vocals and playing with different types of genres. Paul's version of Shania Twain's You're Still the One showcases a chilled dance backdrop with his unique vocals. His covers have been recognized and have global success with his version of We Found Love, which landed on Spotify's official editorial playlist dance covers. If you enjoy calming and sensitive vocals, then each album highlights Paul's voice to lift you away and escape, then discover more from Bonnie Ray's classic, which is one of my favorite songs, I Can't Make You Love Me on covers, to a stunning and emotive version of George Michael's Careless Whisper on cover three. And to turn it into that anthem, which I love, which is Pink's Perfect, um, he did an inspiring ballad, which is on cover four. His choice in songs is an extension of his own life stories and is a testament to his unwavering spirit and positivity. Having lost his mother to cancer at a young age and going through his own tumor scare in 2023, he believes in celebrating the vulnerabilities of life and reflecting on gratitude. So far, his career has seen him achieve four number ones, Artist of the Month on Out TV and tour parts of the world, including the U.S., U.K., Germany, Belgium, Spain, and Ireland. Cover 5 is currently available on Bandcamp and we're so excited for when his own debut album will be coming hopefully very soon. But I'm very excited to have Mr. Paul Middleton on Black Canvas. Thank you for being oh, here. Oh,
1: Jerry, that was such a lovely uh, intro. Thank you so much for having me. It's fantastic.
0: Well, it's fantastic that all these things are true and it's amazing about you. <laughs> uh,
1: well, no one's ever given me that much of, a, of an intro before. So when I was listening, I was like... It kind of put, made me a little bit scared, but um, I, I'm kind of, it, it's true. And uh, I, I'm incredibly grateful for kind of like the career I've had so far. And, I, and thank you so much for inviting me on here as well.
0: Absolutely, Paul. And one thing I am, I'm a person who likes to peruse. I will like look online and see different artists or people who I think have great careers or people who I think are inspiring. And so when I was able to run across your profile, I was like, oh, I definitely want you on this show. And I'm just so excited. That you decided to agree to be here and kind of tell more about your story especially we're going to talk more about the health care and stuff toward the end but i do want to kind of start with some questions with some titles from some songs i think you might have done covers on
1: <laughs> yeah great i can't wait i'm looking forward to it
0: <laughs> all right so the first one is easy on me so do you feel that there are times you can be your own worst critic and if so is there someone in your life that offer you genuine support to believe in yourself?
1: A hundred percent. If you ask any independent artist, or probably any artist, we are all our own worst critics. You know, we're perfectionists. We want to capture moments of like just like perfection. You know, we're so incredibly self-critical. But the the, the people that really lift me up um, in my life is definitely my partner. Uh, my partner has been so incredibly supportive and actually believes in me. And I think that's half, well, more than half the battle, really, is if you have a partner that's there for you and will support you, that's incredible. But I also have a really dedicated, um, wonderful bunch of fans. I'm still not used to saying the word fans because, again, I don't feel I deserve that whole thing of having fans, but I do have fans and I'm trying to get used to it um, who just really support me and kind of remind me you know, the, of what I do and how important it is to the community that I'm in, that I represent, like, I stand up and kind of, you know, showcase what we can do, what we're capable of. And so I feel incredibly lucky and incredibly moved and uh, that I had this opportunity. And I, I, I'm definitely lucky um, with all the people I have to support me.
0: I think that's amazing, Paul, and you're a trailblazer. Like, you're helping to inspire the, the youth and to give people hope. Well, maybe they felt like they didn't have that within themselves. And I think that's the testament of a real artist who can perform co- cover songs, make it your own and be able to inspire people, even despite the fact that the original music, we don't have the debut just yet. But when that comes out, people are going to already have such a huge following behind you. Um, I'm going to tell you one artist who I really love, who does a lot of covers, um, Leroy Sanchez. I don't know if you've heard of him before.
1: I haven't, but I'll, I'll have to look him up
0: amazing like i've watched his covers for so many years and he's just someone who i've always admired as an artist and like he just has an amazing voice and i think he conveys a message that's similar to you of just of just kind of being inclusive loving supportive and just creating a platform that people want to connect to so i definitely want you to look him up and you'll be able to see like wow this guy is i mean his voice is amazing
1: yeah for sure i will i'll check him out I'd love to.
0: All right. So speaking of your partner, this might actually go into part of this as well. The next question is we found love. So what is your definition of the word love? And what are some of the keys that you think we need to spread positivity and love in this world?
1: Gosh, I, I was literally just talking about this on uh, my social media. I did a post literally yesterday. Um, something I'm starting to do every Monday. Uh, I'm going to try and maintain it as well is, is post some positivity out there. And I think with love, I think the most important thing before any kind of external sort of thing is that you love yourself unconditionally and you love who you are and the person that you are and I think for many of us that's incredibly difficult um so the thing i I was talking about yesterday on my social media was the whole idea about being your authentic self you know what does that look like? you know because sometimes you know from from school, for example, if we're bullied i I was bullied at school, so it kind of but that can affect you because it can hide what uh people kind of see as your weakness, but in fact it makes you beautiful and unique and for me i've I think it's taken me like my twenties and thirties to unpack a lot of like trauma um from you know from hiding who who I was and it's taken me a long time to kind of go actually, this is who I am, I'm actually a really really happy person being like this um so, yeah, that's kind of how I feel um, about love. But then in terms of relationship, I think, you know, once you've, you're happy with yourself, I think it can invite love in and you will attract the right people into your life. And I think, you know, um, that's in terms of a relationship um, point of view. But, you know, love can be something simple. Like you just love someone unconditionally. It could be a child, you know, your son, daughter, a family member. It's It's, it's a bond. And um, I think love can also be a very innocent, sweet thing um, and a wonderful experience.
0: You couldn't have said that better, Paul. I think that is a great point of just, like you said, creating bonds and being able to talk to people and love people for who they are and their experiences. And like you said, everyone's journey is different. Um, I love the song This Is Me from The Greatest Showman. I mean, that's such a great song.
1: Oh, my superb. What an anthem that is.
0: It really is. And when you just look at the show and you see, like, just think of the circus in general and just how many people feel like they have to be on stage and they have to perform and show who they need to be for others and, and that they lose sight of themselves just for the the sake of, of that entertainment. But once you find out who you are and what you stand for and what you choose not to allow to affect you moving forward, you gain so much inner strength and confidence. And I think that is what I love about music is that it's a way of speaking from the inner part of your soul that people can connect to. That maybe if they read the lyrics, they didn't get the same maybe understanding of it. But when they hear someone sing and the the actual their tone or the inflection of what they're saying, it's like, wow, I love the song even better now that I, I learn more about it. Um I'm gonna take one of my favorite songs, if you haven't heard of it. I would love for you maybe to do a cover of it as well, but it's by Celine Dion and it's called "Courage." i oh. I,
1: I, I have heard of it. I absolutely love Celine Dion. Um, I love a lot of her songs, and actually, if it, it, there was um one song of hers which I was very close to covering, with, and I'm, you never know, I'm, I still might do one day. Is uh, and that's the way it is. Um, I, I love it for two reasons. One, because Celine singing it, but also it's produced by I think one of my favorite producers. I think Max Martin um produced it where well, he did produce it and um it, it's 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 great but i mean what a great title for a song courage yeah it's actually kind of inspired me a little bit actually to you know think you know that's a great great na- name for a song
0: yes i mean that song always gets me emotional because she wrote it in reference to the the death of her partner on um, renee and Oh wow! It, and the video to it, it gets me emotional too. But when I, I remember watching it and then just reading the lyrics, the lyrical content—like there's a part of it that says, "Courage, don't you dare feel me now. I need you to keep away the doubt. I'm standing in the face of something new. You, all I have to hold on to. I mean, it's something I memorized the lyrics because it just stood out to me. And I was like, wow, when you think about that,
1: it's incredible. Incredible. And, you know, like the fact that you remember those lyrics, it hits you. And that's what's so powerful about music. You know, kind of that's what what I love about music is that it can connect a stranger who you you don't know, but it can bring people together. Like you can come to this concert and you're surrounded by all these people who love this moment in time that you're sharing that with. And that's that's the power of music. And it's awesome.
0: 100%. There's another song. Before I go to the next question, maybe you might know it. Oh, I'm trying to get a title. I think the guy's name is um, Dean Lewis, I believe.
1: Okay. Not sure.
0: I'm not sure his name, but he wrote a song in reference to his dad. And so his dad was was terminally ill. And so it was it was oh, kind of wow. talking about that experience of, you know, how he has the eyes of his dad. I'm going to have to look up the lyrics. Too, but for my listeners, y'all probably know who I'm talking about it's an amazing song but if i find it or or if i can think of the lyrics of it um i'll tell you paul toward the end but i'm telling you it's an amazing song it's very emotional and i've seen him sing it live on youtube and just see how people are just like crying and it was like oh my god oh
1: gosh i i will definitely i'll definitely look it up because you know one of the things i ultimately want to do is eventually start writing my own album and um you know, and, and I think at some point, maybe not the first album, I don't know, but there will be a, a, a reference to my mother in in one of the songs for sure.
0: I remembered it. I knew it was gonna come back to me, and I think that would be a great thing to create a song for your mom. And um, but oh my god, it's called "How Do I Say Goodbye." is the name of it.
1: Okay. Wow. Oh gosh. Okay. Uh, I'll I'll ta- I'll, I'll try out for it. <laughs>
0: make sure you have your Kleenex ready. Cause I, I needed like three boxes. I <laughs> Oh,
1: wow. Okay. No, I will. I will. I'll, I'll, I'll definitely, uh, uh I'll, I'll have my tissues ready for sure.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so one of my favorite songs that you covered is you're still the one. So can you tell us about falling in love and being able to find that special someone to complete you? And do you mind sharing with us, um, what it's like to fall in love with music?
1: Oh gosh. Okay, might have to come back to the second question. But the the, the 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 first part, you're still the one. With, like what it's like to fall in love. Um, I, I don't know. Like, so I I've been in two previous relationships. I'm in my third relationship, and you know, this relationship seems completely real. Maybe it's because. I'm more comfortable i've you know i've grown a lot as an individual I've, I've become more authentic so therefore i think this relationship is incredibly real and and i can say without a doubt it's the happiest i've ever been in my life you know it's it's wonderful it's easy i i feel incredibly incredibly lucky i mean you know the, i recorded you're still the one mainly because it's shania twain and it's in 90s so i love 90s music um and the video we re- i recorded the video with my partner he he uh, he's featured in it and he was just he was so much fun to do because he's not a natural kind of like he's not a performer he's not an artist or whatever but he was such a good sport on the day and it just brought us closer because we made this little project um this, this little video together and i i i wasn't even going to film there was no plan because we were on holiday we were on vacation at the time there was no plan to film it and you know again that's love for you is that you know it's, it, he he was incredibly supportive. And I'm, you know, when I'm at home, I support him as much as I can. I, I made him dinner tonight. He's got a busy week. So, you know, I we just really complement each other. And we're also on the same same wavelength. And then in terms of your second question, I think it was about fall, falling in love with music. Um, I, do you know what? I feel I kind of... Because I used to live uh, in Africa at one point. I, I grew up in Egypt and Nigeria. And music was not... Heavily featured until I was probably about eight, and I got asked to sing in a choir in when I was living in Nigeria, and we had to record this song apparently, which was meant to be like for Michael Jackson, which I don't know if that was true, but we ended up going to this really nice recording studio, and I remember them telling us that the lyrics were about saving like wildlife, like whales and tigers, and and uh, that's all I remember. And I think the, the, the title was called When Will We Learn? So, it, I, you know, now that he's done Earth Song and a few other songs, it kind of, it would actually probably suit Michael Jackson. You know, it's, it did sound like a Michael, Michael Jackson song. And I was in that recording booth and, you know, I was whittled down to the last, like, six. Was, they eventually got us down to the six best singers and I was in that group. And it just kind of gave me a... Uh, a sense of happiness just to kind of be singing with people and to know that actually I can do this and and then I, I, I kind of left music for a little bit and then it wasn't until when my mother died that I heard um, this song on the radio I think it was 1994 or 1995 uh, it was a Cat Stevens song called Father and Son and the lyrics for that um, even though obviously it's not about my mum but the lyrics behind it it is just so incredibly special and beautiful that Um, I I was just like, I love this song. And then I just kind of got into really like poppy music in the 90s. Um, A lot of, I mentioned Max Martin earlier on, but, you know, like the Backstreet Boys, Britney Spears, I really loved all that. You know, it was a real fun time for pop music. And um, so it just kind of grew grew from there. And that's how I fell in love with it.
0: And I think the 90s, of course, was some of the best music between R&B, pop music, You know country music i just remember because i'm an 80s baby myself so just going through the the 90s and the 2000s like oh my god i just remember like shows like trl which was one of my favorite shows growing up yeah yeah
1: (laughs) yeah i mean i I know about trl because of um you know i watched stuff on youtube and there's all these documentaries and all like the pop you know the the big american pop artists they all featured heavily on there so you know was it carson Daily, that was the host.
0: Yes, Carson Daly was the the host of um TRL, and a lot of people know him, of course, now from The Voice. But I'm like, man, I knew Carson way before then, so I love that. (laughs) Absolutely, yeah.
1: Yeah, He's he's very very cool, and yeah. And actually, do you know what? I think the '90s was definitely, and, and not the early 2000s, was probably some of the most we had the most diverse music, I think, in the charts. You know, I I think there was a lot of diversity, like, you know, in terms of different genres. You know, one week it was pop, that was number one. It it might have been different in in America, but, like, in the UK, it was, like, pop was number one one week, and then it was R&B was, you know number one on the charts and then it was garage music and then it was you know so I, I what i loved about the uk back then is that actually people were really finding their genre of music that they liked and, and everyone could compete so it wasn't just like pop that was like popular it was it was such a diverse uh genre, you know diverse genres that were you know top of the charts which is great
0: 100 percent, and it, it was the same in the u.s we had like diversity for sure with music like, I love all types of music, from rock to R&B to jazz to country to just all of it. I I loved it. Alternative rock, I think that it's just good to be able to have different versions. And I was very blessed to have the opportunity to listen to different types of music. So I had a very eclectic taste of, you know, what I enjoyed in artists. Um, and I just remember just saying, wow, like, it's just cool to just see the different reality shows we have now and people do, like, almost like a remix version of these songs. And I'm like, you don't even understand how important this music is to me. It just brings you back to those moments. And I, I just enjoyed yeah. it. But I did want to share something with you. Um, Brene Brown um, came up with this, this statement when we were talking about being authentic. And I thought I wanted to share it with you. But she says, authenticity is the daily practice of letting go of who we think we're supposed to be and embracing who we are.
1: So true. So true. You know, because that, that's kind of what I really um, identify with. Like, you know, in my teenagers and 20s, getting through school, I pretended to be someone, you know. And and so as I get older, you kind of have to unlearn all that and discover the real you and, and, and find you. And once you find yourself, it's such a beautiful thing. You know, I, I f- still feel I'm working on that. Um, and I have you know i have no shame in saying that because you know I, i'm i i think we all you know well i i know from my own experience is that many of us have a lot of work to do some of us don't even know that we have to to do work and you know i'm happy that i can kind of bring some kind of awareness about or some kind of conversation about be, being your authentic self and being you know loving the person who you truly are I'm 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 happy that i can ha- you know raise that awareness with people
0: i think that's great paul and and i would love to have you back In the future on my other show, which is Embracing Your Love Marks, where I host with Dorian, um, and he's an amazing artist as well. So we definitely, um, once we're done with this, we'll set up, of course, another one in the near future, because I think it'd be great for you to kind of talk more in depth, and we can really discuss more about your family life. And I really want to dedicate more time for your mom, because I really think that would be great for us to kind of just kind of reminisce and allow you that space to share your experiences, if that's something you're okay with doing. Oh
1: yeah, of course, I'd love that. It'd be an honor for me. That's very kind of you to ask, and thank you. I'm very grateful for that, so thank you.
0: Absolutely. Now, the next question I have for you is Shine. So what has been one of the greatest shining moments in your career? And the second part of that question is, if you had the opportunity to go on stage and perform with any artist and sing live, who would you choose?
1: I th- I think the biggest highlight of my career in music has definitely been getting on a plane to go to sing in America. Um, you know, there's there's it was the strangest feeling, and I still remember taking a photo of you know when you leave the terminal and you have to walk on it like a little walkway thing before you reach the plane. I remember, I still remember to this day the photo, I'm posting it on Facebook saying, I cannot believe I'm about to get on a plane and go sing in another country. Um, it, it's the, it was the best feeling. And I know it's a strange thing, but that was a career, that was a personal career hi, hi, highlight for me. Um, the other thing is, I've just, I, and I haven't really, I haven't announced this yet, but I had to plan to, I just haven't had time. I just recently hit one million streams on Spotify, which is kind of like really, really cool because I'm a very small artist and to reach that kind of number, I've never reached anything like that in my life before in anything. So that's a real uh, big achievement for me. So I'm, I'm, I'm very grateful for that. And I, I can't remember what your second question, the second part was.
0: Oh, no problem. And congratulations on that big milestone. I want to say that before I, I remind you of that question, but congratulations.
1: Oh thank you so much that's really kind of you.
0: No problem. So the second part was if you had the opportunity to perform with any artist, who would you choose that you're dying to perform with live?
1: Oh man that's so that's really tough. Um I would probably think Adele. Um I just would love to sing something with her because I I, I think she's such a, like a funny personality, but she's also got a voice. She loves her ballads. I love my ballads. It's a tough one because it's between her and Pink and, and they're kind of completely different really in terms of uh, music. But uh, Pink is also another one who whose actual story as an artist in her journey of an artist, I absolutely love her to bits. You know, I, I never used to, she was ne- never really on my radar, but I started to watch her because at first I think she was quite gobby and she was quite loud and, you know, but... I, since she's become a parent and just listening to her story and her journey and what she's been through and the struggles and stuff, and her music and her lyrics, I think Pink is awesome. And uh, yeah, I love her to bits. And I saw her in concert. I've seen both of them in concert uh, at Wembley Stadium. Both of them went to Wembley Stadium in England. And uh, God, both of them were so good. Um, I, I don't know how Adele can maintain an audience just by singing ballads, but everyone was just like watching her and listening. It was just like, it was magic.
0: I would just die to see Adele. I mean, Adele is someone who I've always loved to voice. And I mean, Pink, I've been following her since her early, like, R&B phase when she started, of course. And then when we think of, like, some of the pop hits that she had. But I think of, like, songs like Dear Mr. President, like, stuff like that that she's done where, you know, yeah. you get to see a different side of her um, that people are not used to seeing. Yeah. And so that's why I love when someone can be an activist but also still be able to share their experience and connect with a wide array of of people from across different continents and being able to still be authentically herself i mean she did lady mama Lade or mama live for some people pronounce it different ways um just thinking of that that being a of bell song that later was remixed with um little kim yeah. missy elliott christine aguilera 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 and, uh, and maya, maya and I mean, yeah. that was I love a it. great moment in pop history and just kind of seeing how things, and it won a Grammy for it. Just, I mean, just thinking about that, how amazing that was. And if I, our- that
1: was, was a great moment. Do you know what? We don't have enough moments like that. I don't know why, but we haven't had a moment like that for a long time. Like, we haven't had all these artists come together. Um, you know, for, a, I can't think the last time we've had a big kind of like like, like group collaboration. I can't think of the last time we've had that.
0: So, Paul, that's what, where we're going to try to make that work for you. It's going to be you, Pink, Adele. We're just going to like put like five or six <laughs> other the artists. We're just yeah. going to make it work. <laughs> I, I, oh, God.
1: I think I would die. I, I would be like, oh, my God. I'd, I, I'd just be happy just like even if they wanted me to kind of like be a prop or something, I'd be so happy just to kind of be on a stage with them. And if they use me as a prop or something, I don't care. But just like I respect them an awful lot. They're really good. They're great women. Great role models.
0: Absolutely, I could see it now. I'd be like, clean up on hour one, Paul's on on hour one, clean up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so true. <laughs>
0: this is so true. Yeah. So I have a question I ask everyone, Paul. This one is: if you could give your younger self one piece of advice, what would you say to young Paul?
1: I would probably say just start writing and just get your own stuff out there and ask for help. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Um, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm over 40. I kind of feel I'm in an industry which is very youth orientated. But one thing I will say is I'm so grateful that I even get to do this at my, my age. I mean, I'm not, I don't feel particularly old, but you know, when you, when a 20 year old or when you're 18 and you, you know, you say you're 43, you're like a dinosaur to them. But that, that's not my audience anyway. You know, my age demographic is, you know, over 35 or whatever. But I'll t- tell you something is that I am so grateful to just, you know, be here and to have an audience or, even you, know, you know, just be grateful for that. So I would just say, go for it. Start writing and, and don't stress about being perfect or, you know, releasing music, which is like immaculate. Just go have fun. That's probably what I'd say to my younger self.
0: I love that, Paul. And let's be honest, perfect is boring. I think the only perfect performer singer is Beyonce, and she is the least boring. She's one of my favorite artists. So, I mean, if you're Beyonce, you can be perfect, but for everybody else, you know, be authentically different and share your music and be able to be, you know, seen in this world. And I, that's what I love about underground artists, independent artists, people who are starting to build their careers and their numbers. You know, it's not about, of course, numbers driven you know, that's what we society says. Okay, this person has 10 million streams, or this person has been number one for 40 weeks in a row. So they are the number one artist. Well, maybe to their demographic, as you mentioned, but you know, that one person that comes to your show and pulls your side call and say that your story helped me from completing suicide, or you helped inspire me to be authentic, or you gave me you know, a sense of purpose. When I was scrolling through YouTube and I saw something, I was like, oh my God, I ran across your music and now I'm in love with your sound. Like that to me means a lot more than if you sold out 10 concerts and never made any impact at all, but just that you were actually in the stadium or in the, the at the venue, you know, people want to feel something from artists. And I feel like that's what you're able to convey um, through your sound.
1: Yeah, that's spot on, totally right, yeah, yeah it's great
0: so speaking of great paul I, my last two questions i'm going to kind of combine these last two so the the first part of this question okay is can you give us like a behind the scenes or tidbits on things that you're currently working on that's coming up and the second part of that question do you mind letting our listeners know where can they find you online if they want to support you
1: oh sure uh okay so i'll answer the, the last one first so Actually, no, I've got, I'll do the first one. So in terms of what I'm working on at the moment is I, I'm just, <laughs> I'm working on a kind of like I want to celebrate hitting a million streams on Spotify. And so I'm going to be going over kind of like my personal top ten uh, like highlights on Spotify, the songs I've, I've released. And then at the same time, I'm, I'm starting to write uh, and uh, plan for my first album. I'm going to be Reaching out to some producers and kind of hoping to collaborate with them, and so that's going to keep me busy. Uh, I, I don't know when. I, I don't want to put a time frame on, on kind of when new music will be released. I, I, I'm definitely not going to put anything out, anything new, um, out at the moment. I do have Covers Five, which is out, but that but that's going to be a bandcamp kind of like album. is for my you know website because all the music platforms do not pay. Uh, indie artists, enough that you can't make a living from it. So, you know, by selling music on my website, it just means I have more of a chance of surviving in, in this industry. So, in terms of where people can find me, I know i just mentioned Bandcamp, but if you want to come and support my music, uh, my Bandcamp address is paulmiddleton.bandcamp.com. Uh, I'm on Instagram and TikTok under the name of Paul M. Music. Uh, and then Facebook, I think I'm Paul Middleton Official. And I'm on YouTube as well. So, yeah, um, and reach out to me because, you know, I love connecting with people. Um, it's, it's actually been one of the m- most rewarding things about being an independent artist is, is connecting and building kind of like really positive relationships with these amazing people. Um, and I feel incredibly lucky that I, I have connected with people all around the world, you know. And uh, it's, 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 I absolutely love it. It's so cool.
0: It is cool. And I'm just so grateful that, first of all, you gave me an opportunity to interview you and talk and be able to share your experience with our listeners. I think you have a story that needs to be told and that people need to be able to learn more about you. And so that's why I wanna give you, of course, another opportunity to kind of share more in depth in the future so people can really get to know the other side of Paul outside of music. And I feel like that is where people connect with you. I think that's why your spirit and what you share as an artist you know, transcends in different countries in different places in different times and with different age groups because of who you really are and you're not pretending, you're just being yourself. And that's why people really do love that authentic part of yourself because of what you really do want to, to give this world. And so I can't wait for the new music when it comes out, you let me know. I'm actually going to send you something later on. I'll be emailing you something. I think might be really cool a cool idea and we can kind of talk about it later but I'm just so excited for you
1: oh uh, brilliant no thank you like I said I'm you know it, it I was incredibly grateful that you reached out you know it doesn't happen very often when people reach out and like you know to invite me to do something so I feel so lucky and you know and grateful that you did and because I've really enjoyed this experience it's been really lovely to kind of uh, talk to you, and, and you do a fantastic job as well, you know, so thank you so, so much.
0: I appreciate you, and thank you for the kind words. Like I said, I, I love doing this for fun, and I tell people maybe one day it will be a full-time career, but, you know, I counsel full-time. I love being able to help individuals kind of work through their behavioral health concerns and finding a purpose in life and being able to make changes and reach goals, and so that's ultimately my, my main focus, but, you know, if one day the counseling it's something I'll do part-time. I would love to do this and be able to inspire and, and have more artists and people like you on the show. Because um, I always tell people, it's not about the biggest name or the biggest numbers. I could care less about that. That's great in this place. But I feel like there's an impact that you can have by being yourself and sharing and building these relationships that no numbers can actually supersede that. So for me, this is amazing. Because guess what? When you do even get bigger and bigger, you'll be able to look back and say, oh, wow, I remember this moment. I talked to Jerry all the way in in the United States.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. No, and I hope one day, Jerry, when I come over to the States, I'll get to meet you as well. be awesome to meet you.
0: Absolutely. So if you love Louisiana food, if you're ever in Louisiana, for sure, let me know. And you definitely can. I'll show you around and tell you, hey, there's some good stuff here, stuff here and places. You can just have a good time. But I just really want you to take care of you. That's my main focus. You know, um, I know we didn't get a chance to really go in depth to what's going on health-wise, but I definitely would love to talk more about that in our next episode so people can really learn more about that journey and story. But I'm just glad that you are here and that you're getting better. And so I'm just here to support you in that.
1: I I would love that. Honestly, I would really love that. So let's do it.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you, Paul. And let's remember you guys to embrace our uniqueness because the world is our canvas. All right, Paul. Well, thank you once again for being on season nine of Black Canvas. I'm just so excited for all the good things that you're going to be doing very soon. And I will talk to you later on today.
1: Thanks so much, Gerald. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much.
0: Anytime. You have a great rest of your day.
1: You too. Take care. All the best. Take care. Bye-bye. 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 No. Yeah.